Lucrae right now, you locked in with Generation Motivation, my man Jay Money. I tried to warn them, told them it was coming, but they ain't ready for it. They ain't ready for it. They ain't ready for it. They tried to knock it, but they couldn't stop it, because they ain't ready for it. They ain't ready for it. What's happening, good people? Hey, it's your boy, Jay Snipes, a.k.a. Jay Money, a.k.a. the podcast of the people, and I'm back with another episode of Generation Motivation, the podcast. Um, you know, as we normally do, we, we try to bring um, a lot of insight, a lot of inspiration, motivation, um, real-life stories, and, and today's episode is no different. Um, this one is near and dear uh, to my heart because, th- hey, this is fam right here. This is fam right here. Um, you know, I, I know I missed Veterans Day in regards to having, like, an actual um, you know, episode centered around Veterans Day, but nonetheless, though, it's, it's definitely, um, you know, special to be able to speak with someone that is a veteran, someone that, you know, risks life and limb to protect us. And, uh, I, I never take that for granted. Um, so on today's episode, I have Army veteran Shakia McCullum with me. Shakia, what's going on? Hey, Jay. How are you doing? I'm doing, you know, I'm doing well. How are you doing? I'm doing great. You know, and, and like I said, first and foremost, I definitely want to uh, salute you for your service. And, and I want to thank you personally and, you know, all the veterans out there. Definitely thank you for, um, you know, the sacrifice that, that you made uh, for us to be able to live the lifestyle that we lead. So I, I definitely appreciate you. Thank you, and I appreciate you for that. Yeah. So, hey, so, um, so, give a little bit of background on 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 yourself, a little a little insight. Um, what uh, well, you know, I guess just kind of, you know, lead us up to. I I mean, I know you're doing some big things in in regards to uh, supporting veterans now, but tell us a little bit about your thought process when you made the decision to, to go into the army to begin with. So I went into Ar- the army, like I signed up two weeks after, before I was getting ready to graduate high school. Wow. So I think I made that decision cause all of my friends were going to college. And at that moment, my mind was not thinking about being ready to go to college. Okay. I don't think that I was ready for that type of commitment in education. Okay. So I chose to go to the Army. Okay. And it was surprising for my, a lot of my family around me that I went to the military because we don't have people in our family that went to the military. Right. Okay. So, like, at that time, were you thinking about, like, I know you were, it was, you know, at a younger age, and, and, and it sounds like you were looking for maybe, like, direction and just a kind of, Absolutely. I think I needed some structure and direction at that time. Okay. Okay. And, you know, after talking to the recruiter, he let me know what the military was about. I was like, okay, I can do this. Right. You know, I I signed up for the Army to just get some guidance and some discipline. Okay. Did it do... You know, know, the military exposed me to a lot of discipline and structure. Okay. It has helped me get to where I am today. So in regards to, I guess, some of the sites that you've seen and some of the places like where, so, so where, where, like just culturally, what were some of the things that you, 
saw in the military that you, you know, probably would have never been exposed to had you not gone into the military? Oh, so I'm from a small town. So when I went into the military, I had a reality check. Um, <laughs> right. I really did, Jay. Right. I, I was stationed overseas. I was in South Korea for a year. Okay. So I got to travel the whole South Korea peninsula because I, play, I actually played basketball. Oh, I didn't know you were playing basketball in there, too. Uh-huh. I played basketball for the Army overseas. I did not know that. Okay. Okay. So what that did was it allowed it exposed me to different people, a diverse of people. Yeah. And I was able to see people on different levels of of their life, in different levels of their life, and also I was just exposed to a lot more than what I would have been done from a small country town <laughs> in North Carolina. I really was in, in North Carolina. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. So, so I think that that exposure to other people and the way other people live and, you know, the way other people look at life and the world in general, it helped me. Right. Right. And it molded me for what I needed right. along my journey. Right. Exactly. So, so in essence, it, it probably gave you a lot more empathy, you know, for others and, um, you know, in regards to being able to not take things for granted, you know what I'm saying, here. Because, hey, like you say, you go to different countries, man. You see people living living ways that you couldn't even imagine, and that's their everyday life. So, you know, we take a lot of things for granted over here in the U.S. We, we do. Yeah, yeah. And I remind my kids that every day, and, you know, while I was overseas, I took a lot of pictures, so I will show my kids and, some of this stuff is mind-blowing to them because they're not accustomed to that way of living or even seeing that. Right, exactly. Hey, I, our poverty here is someone's middle class and potentially upper, upper class, you know, somewhere else. Mm-hmm. You know, so, that, but, you know, that's, that's awesome. Um, so what was the biggest takeaway, you know, from your, your time in the military? What do you think was probably the most important lesson that you learned? For me, I think the most important lesson was learning that you have to be able to adapt to change. Okay. In order to grow and and be the person you want to be. Right. So one thing about the military, stuff changed like in a minute, things can change in the military. Right. So I know I can remember when I first got there, I was not used to so much change because I lived in the same place for 18 years. Right, exactly. You know what? <laughs> right. So, you know, over that time with me being in the military, I understood in order for me to grow as a whole, I have to be able to adapt to change. Right, right. You know what? And I think that's an important part of my life now because I know a lot of people get stuck with their own thoughts. Right. And, you know, I have to dig deep and remember, you can change your thoughts. Right. Exactly. That's so true. And, yes. and like, with, with your kids, like, now, how old are your kids? You want to shout them out? Oh, yeah. I'm going to give a shout out to Maya. She's 15. Okay. And my son, Makai, he's 14. Right. And my baby girl, Pristine, she's seven. Wow. Yeah, they're at that age where, um, especially when, when those teen years, that that foundational age, um, 
so it's good for you to have gone through you know those experiences so that way you can instill instill um those life lessons in, in your kids as well like you said a showing that empathy you know the fact that life is ever changing so never get stuck in your own thoughts, like you're saying, mm-hmm. be, you know, a, be prepared for any and everything because life, a life can come <laughs> around the corner, uh, you know, with, with any and everything. So it's always about being mentally, uh, mentally prepared and emotionally prepared. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it is, it really is. Yeah. So, so in regards to, um, your experiences in the military now, so lead us up to, what you know your positions now because once again like i said you you the positions that you have now you're supporting uh you know the military as well or veterans so when i was in like when i was in the military i was able to see some of the gap or like in services that the military offered mm-hmm. mainly towards female veterans okay so when i got out of the military i wanted to find a way that i can continue to serve but i wanted to serve as veterans right outside of the military, because when I got out of the military, it was very difficult transitioning from civilian to to back to civilian life. Right, right. It was very difficult, because the military life and civilian life, believe it or not, is two different worlds. Right. So now my role is I am a DBOP. I'm a Disabled Veterans Outreach Program Specialist. So what I do in that role is I help veterans get job ready. So I provide them with employment services. Okay. Okay. Such as I help them prepare a resume, a cover letter. I also help, I teach them how to um, present themselves to an employer. Okay. Very important. It it really is because first impressions means a lot. Right. Exactly. And it's kind of like, you know, when you have a vet, you really have to teach them how to present themselves because that a lot of us, our mind is still military based. Right, right. You know, we don't know how to present ourselves to who we are. Right. We know what the military told us, but in civilian life, you really got to be able to sell yourself to the employer. Right. So, in the other position that I um, hold, it's kind of go hand to hand. It's um, the coordinator of female veteran tabletop. Okay. So this was just started during COVID, actually. So it takes place like four times a year. And what we do is it's a group of female veterans. We get together on um, Zoom and we discuss resources available for female veterans. Okay. That's awesome. That's awesome. It is. And I feel like we have touched so many female veterans' lives and helped them get themselves on the track in civilian life because it's difficult like i said and then if you have kids trying to figure out the whole system of the civilian life is it it could be difficult right and i feel like once you if i tell a female veteran that i'm a female veteran too we relate more exactly back back to like that compassion and that empathy that you that you was talking about i feel like that plays a big role in my role that how I can reach more female veterans. Right. That's true. That is true. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, for for someone to know that you, you walked in their shoes, that means a lot. <laughs> you know, they definitely, uh, they know that you understand their, you know, their journey um, as well because you've been down that path. So, 
Um, and you, it makes it makes us more relatable. Exactly. And then, like you said, in regards to making that transition, because I know it can be very difficult because you don't know what traumatic things, uh, you know, a person has, you know, experienced um, in the military, you know, just separation from family and friends, you know, obviously, I mean, you know, dealing with, you know, people potentially passing away overseas, uh-huh. you know, um, I mean, it's just, it's just, it's just a lot. I couldn't even imagine, you know, uh, having to make that type of sacrifice, man. So it takes a def- definitely a, a special, a special breed to be able to, um, you know, serve the com- their, their country under circumstances like that. And, and I think it's important for the country to reward them when they try to make that transition back into civilian life, I think is they definitely need the resources um, to make it as smooth as possible. And, and, and uh, so I think it's, a, it's, it's definitely cool what you're doing and uh, having that, that role. And I'm sure you, 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 you wear that role with pride as well. I do. I, I honestly do. I, I, sometimes I give this position my all and, and, you know, I have to remember I have, I have kids. I have a family too. <laughs> right. But I'm passionate about what I do. Right. Because when I got out of the military, we didn't have all of the resources just available now. Right. Right. You know, so I know that the veterans that I am serving and helping, I know they need it and they appreciate it. Exactly. Especially through, you know, these trying times. I mean, we're talking about unprecedented times with COVID now. So that's just another layer on top of. <laughs> on top of the normal transition, uh, which is already, you know, is already tough, but we, we talking, you know, COVID now too. So, um, so question for you now, now this is something that, you know, I normally ask of all of my guests, um, you know, as we kind of wind down. Um, so what would you want your legacy or what do you, want your legacy to be? I wanted to be that I inspired others to do great. I inspire others to treat other people with dignity and respect. And I, I I want my kids to carry on that same thing. When people talk about Shakia McCollum, I want them to know that I served I served the whole time I was here. Right. Right. A in and out of the military. Mm-hmm. You're serving. Because I, I, I have learned that, you know, I know people talk about purpose a lot. Mm-hmm. But I know through everything that I've experienced and accomplished through my life, all of that came from me serving others. Right. So I just want to inspire other people to help other people and and serve people when you can. Right. I think that's awesome. You think uh, you think purpose has led you down this path? You think you're walking in purpose now? Yes, I think I am. I, I, I'm, I'm going to tell you why, too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So... Uh, <laughs> so about four years ago, you know, I had, start, I had started writing writing down what I wanted to do and, and things like that. And every year it got 
it's just like something triggered in my mind. The first year, it was like stepping into my purpose. That's what I named the, what I was writing. Right. Then the next year, it was called um, running into my purpose. Okay. <laughs> so 2021, it was it, I labeled it living in my purpose. Okay. Okay. Little did I know by the end of 2021, because we're at the end, I'm actually living in my purpose. That's awesome. That's awesome. Hey, and to be able to have that plan and look back at the steps that you made to be able to walk in and live in your purpose. I think that's I think that's awesome. You know, that lets others know that if you have that plan and you continue to work on it little by little, you know, a lot of times it's hard to see the steps that you're making because we're so focused, you know, on on the end goal. But Mm -hmm. But the fact that you're making steps, whether they're small or not, or large, you know, it's like you're still working towards that goal. And we all have setbacks, but it's all about being able to, you know, brush yourself off and and keep striving. You know, don't let the setback, you know, be a roadblock, you know. Absolutely. And and you know what? I'm glad my kids have seen the steps that I went through and they also seen my step, my setback. Right. I'm going to help them. Right. Right. And the people connected to me and, and they see me go on this journey, they understand that this this was not overnight. Right. Right. Hey, anything worth it's having. Hard work. Yeah. I, I was just about to say anything worth having is all about putting that hard work in. You know, it's a it's a process, you know. Um, did you have anything else to add on that? I, I do not say. <laughs> okay, no, no. I was gonna say because uh, it it leads me to you know my final question, and and it, it's kind of hand in hand. I'm, I'm I guess with my my other question, but you know since the podcast is named you know Generation Motivation, um, I always like to uh, sum everything up with with this question. So, how do you feel as though you're motivating your generation? Now, when I say generation, you know it's funny because. People say, well, my generation, you know, the the 40 year olds or the 30, well, depending upon the age or whatever. But I'm I'm always like, your generation and generations to come. That's that's why I look at uh, you know, when I say your generation collectively. Um Jay, that's a tough one. <laughs> but you know what? I, I'm gonna be honest. I think you, I mean, I think you touched on it. I think, you know, I, I don't want to answer for you, but I would say, I would say, um, in regards to like everything that you've done in, you know, in terms of service, I think if I'm, if I'm outside looking in, I would say you're motivating your generation through service. You know, I, I feel as though, you know, you're a leader and people are able to, you know, follow by example. They, they see how you serve, you serve in the military you know, they see how you're out of the military, but you're still serving. And I, I think I think that's big, you know, um, because you're serving and not, you know, asking for anything in return. You walked in that in that journey. You walked in that space. You know how tough the transition is. So your purpose has led you to make that transition, you know, easier for others. So if 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 I'm looking, you know from afar, then I, I, I think you're motivating through service. Now, 
What, Thank what? you, Jay. I, I agree with that. <laughs> and that just motivated me right there. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I mean, and, and, I, and I'm being honest because a lot of times, you know, it's tough because when you're in the journey, it's tough to be able to step outside of yourself and see it because you're actually, you know, living it. Sometimes it takes, you know, others around you to say like, oh, man, what's your kid? What's your kid? Hey, she never stops. You know, she has her eyes on the prize and she's going to keep on until, you know, she reaches that end goal. And then once she hits that goal, then it's another goal that she's going to set. You know what I'm saying? Because, yeah. hey, hey, we hey, we can't cross one finish line. We hey, we cross one to, to keep going to another finish line, you know? Right. That is true. Yeah. Because I right now I'm in a transitional phase and I'm and I know sometimes people want you to take a break, but I wanna figure out what I need to do next to serve more people. Exactly. You know, it's constant. Exactly. But you know, that motivation, I know a lot of people I know in my generation, they can say they're looking for motivation, but I don't think people realize that when you're looking for motivation, you got to have discipline, too. Oh, good gracious. You're right about that. Now, some days I don't have motivation. Right. But because I don't train in my mind to have that discipline, I know I'm going to get up and I'm going to do this anyway. Anyway. And I think, you know, like I said, I, I, I was never in the military, but I, I definitely think that's uh, something that the mil- military teaches you. Hey, I don't want to get up at 5 o'clock in the morning and do X, Y, Z, but hey, right. I'm in the military, so I'm trained to do it. And I know I have to do it, so it's going to get done whether I want to or I'm motivated or how I feel or anything. I'm, I'm going to do it regardless. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, you know, I, and like you said, I mean, you know, you can't stop because hey, you, you, you have, uh, you know, kids that look up to you. So, you know, the, a, the next phase is, is uh, instilling that same motivation and inspiration uh, in them. So it's, it's, uh, it's, you know, it's, it's an ongoing process. That's what we're here for. It, it is. And, I, and, you know, that's how I think you get the next generation to understand. They, sometimes they have to watch you. Yes. Understand that this is how you break. I don't call them generational curses. I call them generational patterns. Okay. Okay. So I think that that's how we will break break generational patterns by showing them, being the example. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Yep. You know, I serve the community and, you know, my kids, they go with me. They serve too. Right. Hey, start them while they're young, build that foundation for them. And then, Mm -hmm. like you said, you know, a start a new generational pattern of service, Mm -hmm. you know? So I think that's, I think that's awesome. I think that's awesome. Um, did you have anything else you wanted to add before before we wrap it up? I just want to tell you thank you for this opportunity. Oh, this yeah. is a wonderful platform. Well, and and I see you. I see it's going to help the next generation and generations now. Well, I really appreciate that. You know, and that's um, you know to kind of piggyback off of of what you said, this is how I feel as though I'm serving, you know, because my, my mindset is to be able to try to motivate. So, um, I feel like, you know, I motivate through writing, 
and having this type of platform by having people such as yourself on there able to you know share your story and how you're motivating others and how you were motivated you know what i'm saying so okay. i definitely um i definitely appreciate you taking the time to share your story because hey you never know i mean someone can listen to this particular story that you don't know what anyone's going through someone in the military can hear this now and they might feel hopeless and feel like hey there's no light at in, at the end of the tunnel but the fact that you've made it through that tunnel and you're on the other side now and you're there waiting to be able to help them make that transition when it's their time to come out then you know i, I feel like it's, it's definitely important to to be able to share you know our stories our um you know our successes and our journeys you know I agree. I absolutely agree with that. Yeah. Like I said, people need to see and know it's possible. It's possible. And if hey, if you can do it and if I can do it, then they can do it too. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> You're right about that. <laughs> exactly. You know, hey, we, we, we all have testimonials. We've all been tri- you know, through trials and tribulations. So um hey, we're no different than anyone else. You know, it's all about, like you said, having that discipline. Um, and just having that, that mindset, uh, you know, that it can be done. And if I did it or if anyone else can do it, then, you know, you can do it as well. Mm-hmm. So, Hey, but, um, well, if, if you don't have anything else to add, once again, I, uh, you know, I definitely appreciate you taking the time and thank you for, uh, you know, your service, uh, to the country and service. <laughs> And, uh, you know, service to the community. So we definitely appreciate you, okay? You're welcome, Jay. And you have a good day. Hey, you as well. And once again, this is going to end this episode of Generation Motivation, the podcast. We appreciate everyone, you know, tuning in. Hey, continue to, uh, hey, just continue to push forward, continue to motivate and inspire, and everything else uh, uh, take care of itself. And we out.